Hello, 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 and a warm wick of welcome to all of our witches, white lighters, and warlocks out there. My name is Clark. And I'm Victoria, and you're listening to Charmed and Dangerous, a Charmed podcast. Hello, and welcome back. (laughs) Episode four, The Devil's Music, aka All I Listen To. Oh, I was going to make that joke and you took it. (laughs) (laughs) No, literally. Are you you a young person? Are you queer? Have you been accused of listening to The Devil's Music by your parent and or parental (laughs) guardian? Then you need... Insert name of depression and anxiety medication here. <laughs> we all have it. It's okay. Uh, fucking mood. It's okay. Anyways, Victoria, do you want to lead us in the summary today? <clears throat> Stall. <laughs> I went to an accent. That one's pretty thick for what we're going to say. Also, 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 I'd just like to say that this is the first week since we've started this podcast that Victoria hasn't edited my summary for grammar errors <laughs> and uh, i just felt that you guys needed to know that. i'm sorry we share the same google doc <laughs> i like formatting anywho leo mansplains saving innocence to the girls i said i wasn't gonna do an accent and i did an accent <laughs> The girls kick demon ass and then jam to Dishwalla. Also, Dickwad McDickhead tries to steal <laughs> the club from the sisters, but pussies out when he sees a demon get dead. Oh. Yes. Big brain don't work so good. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of it, though. Yeah, that's that's basically this episode. Who who is our who are our big bads, Clark? Well, first of all, we've got Dickwad McDickhead, mm-hmm. uh, also known by his government government name Jeff Carlton. <laughs> Wait, is Dick is Dickhead McDickwad Jeff Carlton? Yeah. Oh wait, no. We're looking. No. Hold on. Let me find his name. Continue talking about what what Dickhead. Talk about Jeff Carlton for a second, and I'll find Dickwad McDickhead. Okay, so uh, we've got Jeff Carlton, who is the manager of Dishwalla, and he made a pactipoo with maseline. I think that's how they pronounced it. Yes. Uh, and this <laughs> this guy's pretty fucking spooky. He's like this like seven and a half foot tall figure cockroach man, just like shrouded in a black cloak and then he reveals his chest and it's just like screaming innocent souls it's like actually pretty fucking spooky it is uh but he he made a deal that he would deliver innocent souls to Maseline, and in return Maseline would make him like rich and famous and powerful and shit which like i don't know it feels like 
kind of an unbalanced trade. Um, I'm just going to say, I don't think it's worth it. But uh, I guess if you have uh, no humanity. Yep. There you go. Let's see. We're looking for the name Stale. Uh, I think it's like Mr. Bar- Barker. Barker. Chris Barker. Yes. Yeah. It is Chris Barker. Yeah. Dicky McDickwad. That's Dickwad McDickhead. <laughs> is Chris Barker. Uh, yeah, he's not really a big bad, but he's a he's an asshole, and he's there. Um, and I mean, honestly, aren't all men kind of a little bit of a big bad? Ooh. That, was, that was a joke. That we joke, sort of. We joke. We joke. We joke. I have something in my eye. <clears throat> we joke. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anywho. Moving on. <laughs> this episode uh, just makes me angry at the patriarchy. Like, just reinvigorates that anger. Well, she kind of she kind of goes a little hard. To be honest with you, um, because a lot of the issues in this episode, this episode would have been like 15 minutes long if there was like some more direct communication <laughs> yeah. between the sisters and the men of the show. Just a nice, clean, Leo especially. Yeah, Leo Leo does pull kind of a dick move. He pops up and he's like, okay, I'm going to book this club for... Uh, this band for Piper's Club, but I'm not going to tell her about it until after she's already excited about it, and then I'm going to tell her that it's all just a front to kill a demon. I'd be pretty fucking pissed, too. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't, like... It's not... What he should have done is he should have come forward and been like, Piper, here's the plan. There is a demon uh-huh. involved with Dishwalla. I can get them to play your club. And then you and your sisters can vanquish him. Does that sound like a good deal? And instead, mm-hmm. the first person he went to is the guy with the demon contract. <laughs> he's like... He like does a little bit of hocus pocus on him. And he's like, you should play P3. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to save you. An intervention. And Piper's like, Dishwala, hello. My club is saved. I was worried about my incredibly risky financial juncture in the middle of the 90s, 2000s. And Oh, yeah, we kind of skip past that. The whole reason that Dickwad McDickhead is there and the reason that Dishwalla playing there is a big idea is because the club is like in the red, like she's dead. In the red. Uh and so the sisters are trying to like the other girls, uh, Phoebe and Peru, are, like, trying to get, like, a secret loan to kind of, like, not make Piper feel bad about the fact that she's bankrupting them. Literally, like, this is why, kids, you don't just buy a club with your house. <laughs> yeah, like, bad idea. just don't. Please. It will take you, depending on the success of your business... Anywhere between two to five years to get it in to making a profit, if not breaking even. Because that's yeah. the goal. The goal is, is, like, profit is wanted, but a good manager knows that the true goal is to break even above all other things. Profit is the dream. Breaking even is the goal. Yeah, because if you can break even and keep customers... 
then you can feed everybody. Yeah. That's the goal. Because you should all. That's another thing, too, is you should always have, no matter who you are, whether you be an owner or a manager or whatever, you should be on your own payroll mm-hmm. so that you don't starve. You can't just be like, oh, I'll just get the profit left over. Okay. Great idea. Not. <laughs> so the girls but are. Yeah. The girls are in a bind because they did not take any hospitality management classes. <laughs> did Piper? What is Piper's degree in? I don't know. Okay, let's look it up. We're do- I think it's like... We're doing some Googling. I think, it's, I think it's just like basic stuff. Like, it's like a general studies. Well, we find out what Piper's degree is in. So not only did, like, Leo fuck Piper over, um, the sisters mm-hmm. low-key fuck Piper over. Is there anyone who doesn't fuck Piper over this episode? Uh... I was going to say Piper, but I think Piper also kind of fucks Piper over in this episode. (laughs) Oh, Piper. Yeah, Yeah, Piper. Poor poor sweet baby. I don't think we know what her degree is. Okay, according to the wiki, it says eventually she graduated and became an accountant at a bank, even though it was her desire to become a chef. Yeah, she was an accountant. We knew that. But was her major accounting? I don't know. I think that they consider it irrelevant. I mean, fine. I, I still want to know. the fans, I guess. I want to know. I, w- I want to know. Uh, but yeah. So. Anyways, moral of the story is that uh, the sisters are going real bad. Real bad with the club. Uh, and then Dickwad McDickhead um, tries to help them out and then eventually backstabs them and tries to steal the club. Yep. Um, but he pussies out because he ends up seeing the vanquish of Maseline. Uh, and he's like, yeah, fuck that shit. Um, and Prue kind of low-key threatened him, which was like a bad bitch move. Well, and plus, the only reason that he got all petty and angry is because Prue rejected him and wouldn't, like, fly to Paris with him or whatever. Yeah, she wouldn't suck his dick, so he was like, fine, I'll steal your club. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Men, am I right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't ever see... I'm, I'm reading through the wiki right now. We don't know Prue's graduate degree either. We don't know yeah. her degree program either. Now I'm just mad. Anywho. <coughs> I choked on my cheese. Oh, I'm sorry. Clark, this episode, is eating Tillamook cheese, who we would love to sponsor. Peace yeah, I was going to say, by. not sponsored, but you can totally sponsor us if you want to. If you or someone you love knows the CEO of Tillamook cheese personally <laughs> and would like to provide a sponsorship, please contact us. I grew up like 45 minutes away from there. So like, bet. Let's go, Tillamook. Come on. We can put... Don't. She can put her hair in braids and <laughs> wear a little German outfit. And <laughs> Why are you volunteering me to do this? I mean, I may be blonde, but you were near the factory. <laughs> you could be like, yeah, it's good. Wow, this episode's a fucking shit show. <laughs> Anywho! <laughs> so... 
So Leo shouldn't have done that. Dick Dickman McDickwad shouldn't have done that. <laughs> the sister should have talked to Piper. Um, the cop is not doing that great. And then oh, Jenny also fucks Piper over. Yes, let's talk about Jenny. So Jenny, as we know, um, uh, up until this point, and up until any further points, is just kind of like plot fodder. <laughs> she just she just comes <laughs> in to fuck shit up. She's like pretty much. She's like the most innocently annoying, like what fourteen year old on the planet of <laughs> of Earth. She just oh my god, I love that you said that because. In the in the sh- in this episode, she goes, "Yeah, it's everybody's decision except for mine." And why is that? And like storms off and starts crying. And I literally look at the TV and I go, "Cause you're fucking 13. literally." <laughs> and <sighs> and that's how you know you've become an adult. <laughs> no, it's like whenever King Triton's destroying Ariel's shit, and she's like, "Daddy, I love him," and you're like, "No, I agree with your father, Ariel. <laughs> you don't know this man." He walks on two legs. How do you think that's going to work out? Uh, <laughs> we are now a Disney movie uh, criticism <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but we are but yeah, mess. no. So Jenny like pops into Piper's club and is like, yo, so I heard you got Dishwalla. Like, hook me up. And Piper's like, I got who? Now what now? Yes. And, and then, and then. Jenny just goes off and she tells Uncle Dan, yo, Piper's gonna let me go see Dishwalla at her club, which is 21 plus. Yes, and Dan is like, no. <laughs> and, then, and then Piper's like, no. And Piper tries her best, but she's like, no, I'm, I'm sorry, you cannot come to my club. And Jenny sneaks l- in anyway. Yeah, under the under the cover of Dickwad McDickhead too. Like he's just he's just batting a thousand. The worst. And then she so the manager here's another thing about let's let's pop back to Jeff Carlton real quick. Jeff Carlton okay. is not just like stealing anybody's souls. It's pretty it is heavily implied that Jeff specifically like steals the souls of young women who come to the club to see Dishwalla. Yeah, like yeah, because because they go, I would do anything to meet Dishwalla, and he's like, "Whoop, you said the magic words. Time to get your soul sucked out." Oh God, can we talk about when Daryl is fucking investigating Jeff Carlton and um, Carlton makes some kind of statement about they all come in with tight skirt or short skirts and tight tops and they all look the same and daryl looks at him and goes so it doesn't matter if one goes missing right and jeff's like oh i didn't say that and it was like you basically did though daryl's like you didn't like, have to stupid like he he basically is saying like oh because these he, he's basically the epitome of oh well she was asking for it yeah and instead of sexual assault or rape it's getting your soul devoured by a, it's murder by demon. Murder by demon that rhymes with Vaseline. Like, it's just... <laughs> it's just like, come on, Jeff! Like, could you make yourself a less terrible villain? Like, because you really are just, like, one of the peaks. Like, he's not yeah, a good I villain. I don't feel bad for him at all. No! Not even like, a little I bit. Like, I wish he had gotten eaten by Vaseline. Because... 
Then Daryl, through brilliant detective work, also this is a great episode for like the beginning of Daryl taking over Andy's role as working with yes. the sisters. Lit, because Daryl is not having any of the shit. Mm-hmm. Daryl's a married man. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't blink twice. He goes up to Prue and he's like, "I don't know what kind of arrangement you had with Andy, but." <laughs> That's not what we're going to be doing. You're going to tell me what the fuck's going on. And she's like, I really can't help you, Daryl. Um, I'm really sorry. And then she just like proves off. And Daryl's like, <laughs> I'm going to find out what you're hiding, Mrs. Halloween. Like, it's just like, he does not give a shit. He's like, I don't care who's in on this. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to win the case. And I'm going to go home. And, and he doesn't get to do that because the sisters are like, here he is, along with all of your missing victims. You just saved these kidnap victims. Yay. Congratulations, <laughs> Daryl. And Daryl's just like, I guess. Daryl's like, oh, this is why Andy did it. Okay, we're going to I'm going to pour myself a very, very nice uh, rum and coke, and I'm just going to hold the coke, and I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> Poor Next to my lovely wife, Next Sheila. Next to my lovely wife. Poor Daryl. But no. I can't wait till Sheila becomes more of a character. Oh, Sheila. She's not even She's not even existing at this point in the show. <laughs> We're waiting for you, Sheila. But yeah, um, the sisters vanquish the demon with some pretty cool spell work because Phoebe gets to make a potion. Does Phoebe make the mm-hmm. potion? Phoebe yeah. and Piper make it together. They make it together. It's like neon green acid. Yeah. I would love to know the chemical properties of that potion. Like It's just it's just like straight up vinegar and like herbs. Like <laughs> and somehow the combination of it just made it like battery acid. Literally. It's like what is your boiling point? Do you dissociate in water? What's going, like, so cool. Fucking nerd. (laughs) I'm in organic chemistry. I'm a woman in STEM. But. (laughs) Feel free to cut that out. But. (laughs) I'm a woman in STEM. I'm a woman in STEM. (laughs) But. (laughs) They basically, somebody bumps into Phoebe and she spills it down her dress. And she makes like a quip about the dry cleaning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, you've got bigger things to worry about right now. You're you're lucky you're a Hallowell sister and the rules of, of real life don't apply to you because that could have killed you. But <laughs> she, like, they, like, flick the potion on or Phoebe, like, gets eaten. Combination. No, they, uh, Prue, like, telekinesis is the skirt that was on top of her pants into the mouth of uh, Vaseline. <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> yeah, and he, he just gets fucked up. He just explodes and everybody uh, everybody just comes out and then Daryl wins the day and we all go home. All yeah, well pretty much. Well. <laughs> uh, although the one, th- one thing that we didn't touch on that I'm excited to touch on, uh, it's going to take two seconds, I promise. Oh my god, tell uh, me all about it. So, 
this episode is very, very important, right? Because it is the beginning of the Leo and Dan rivalry. <laughs> yes! I completely Leo, forgot! Leo walks up to the door to, like, say hi to Piper, like, and talk to Piper about all the shit that's going on in their lives. And Dan is just in the house. <laughs> I really... And he's like, whom's the fuck? Why is this attractive man inside my woman's house? <laughs> and then, of course, Dan is like... <laughs> Piper's like, this is Dan, our neighbor. And Leo's like, Dan Gordon, the baseball player. <laughs> and she's like, you have time to follow baseball but you don't have time to talk to me about my crap no <laughs> rip headphone users. I'm sorry uh, rip uh <laughs> no take back seat. and <laughs> it's so good i'm just because i've been when you rewatch the show especially one episode at a time like we do i mean like i do <laughs> because sometimes Clark hey Sometimes Clark just, like, goes in hard. And that's okay. <laughs> you have to, like, re-watch all of it. But especially when you already know, like, all the different pairings, you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, when does this... When yeah. Does, when does what... When does the relationship that I remember develop? And you're just like... Ah! You're just, like, foaming at the mouth for it. And so I'm, I'm, excited. <laughs> I'm excited to see where things are going. <laughs> because it is one of my favorites. I love I love the character development that comes from this rivalry. And mm-hmm. also it's just like we we received a really fantastic email um that prompted us to discuss some other pairings in the show that though we love them could definitely fall along the lines of being coercive or um abusive or toxic. And we intend to discuss mm-hmm. those to the best of our abilities. But this... Keeping in mind that we're not, like, we're not psychology majors. We're not, no. like... No, no, no. We are not trained professionals. Um, it we is, don't know what we're talking it about. It is merely hearsay. <laughs> um, but it is... I do think it's important, especially as as two um, young women, to, to discuss um, re-seeing toxic ideologies taking place. But... For sure. I really love that... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but... Neither Dan nor Leo, no matter where they are in, in this part, I can't remember a point in this kind of relationship development where either one of them is toxic to Piper. Uh, Dan gets pretty toxic towards the end. Okay. We will, we will, I don't remember it, so we will, we will cross that, we will burn that bridge when we get there. But also, um. But in comparison to some other aspects oh yeah no um of some other charmed ones uh relationships you can say that at least dan isn't oh, I don't know, the source of all evil <clears throat> spoilers um spoilers. but but yeah to 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 round up that thought this is just this is the very beginning of our dan and leo rivalry we're very excited to see how that develops um and uh Little over a year ago, we birthed the idea for this podcast, and um, one of the first things we ever recorded, just to test things out, was a Dan roast. 
it started off as a Dan versus Leo argument, and then Victoria was like, okay, you know what, Clark, you right. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just turned into a Dan roast, and I'm really excited to share that with you guys, if that's something you're interested in. (laughs) And I'm... Because it is, it it was fresher then, because now (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) we've got to completely rewatch this. But I'm very, I'm very excited, because... From my memory, I am still very much a Dan girl. I just like Dan. So You're just attracted to Dan. There's I'm sorry! I like boy band hair. I'm sorry. I'm I didn't say there was anything bad with it. I'm just saying in in the in the co- in the conversation between Dan and Leo, you're biased because you personally are attracted to Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you right. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho Clark was there any personal gain this episode we argued about this but no I did not count any personal gain for this episode so we are at 40 personal gain which is pretty good pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. not terrible uh, favorite lines favorite parts of this episode I think that a lot of this episode was pretty fucking golden. Um, I particularly liked uh, Daryl just, like, hopping in and being like, listen, I don't need to know what the fuck is going on, but I need to know something. <laughs> I need some open and honest communication here, please. Uh, so, yeah, Daryl being a part of that was definitely one of my favorite parts of this episode. For sure. I personally loved Phoebe's little quip about the dry cleaning. Yeah. Um, I love that Leo's like, Dan Gordon, the baseball player? Like, <laughs> if only you knew, buddy. If only you knew what's coming. <laughs> and on that, um, on that note, it has been zero days since we've seen Leo. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. Zero. Zero, zero, zero. I'm very happy. I forgot that he was in this episode, and I started it, and it basically opens on his face, and I was like, (gasps) isn't that excellent? That's like the best part, is when Leo just pops up, and you're like, Leo! A pleasant surprise. (laughs) All right. It was pretty great. Clark, how would you rate this episode? (laughs) One out of five. Out of the fuckery of men. (laughs) Uh, I would rate this, like, four out of five fuckery of men. Uh, the audacity, really, uh, uh, is what, is what does it for me. I, I would also give this a 4.2 out of the fuckery of men. (laughs) Out of five fuckeries of men. It's, it's the audacity for me, you know? Yeah, no. Anyways, uh, that brings us to the end of our episode this week. Uh, Victoria, where can they find us on Twitter if they want to interact with us there? You can find us on Twitter at charmed underscore podcast clock. Where can they find us on Facebook? You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash charmed and dangerous pod or by just Googling charmed and dangerous podcast or not Googling, I guess searching in Facebook, whatever. Same difference. Uh, Where can they find us on Instagram? Victoria. You can find us on Instagram 
at Charmed and Dangerous Pod. And where can they find us, Clark, if they have comments, questions, snarky remarks, want to discuss the devil's music? <laughs> if you want to do any of the above mentioned, uh, you can email us at charmedanddangerouspod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We uh, It always makes our day to get emails from you guys. Uh, but that's all we got. That's the only places you can find us, really. I mean, unless you, like, find us in our homes, which is kind of like Please don't. crossing a line. Please don't. Like, Please so. don't. <laughs> Anyways. Please don't summon us either. Don't, you know. <laughs> you don't want if, us. <laughs> if you find my summoning spell, oh, man. You're just, that's your fault. Anyways, please don't we love talk you. to our parents or don't don't talk to my mother in particular at supermarkets and ask her how I'm doing. You don't want to know and you especially don't want to know what she thinks. Love that. Anyways, we love you guys so so much. Thank you again for tuning in this week and we will see you next week. Have a great rest of your week. We love you. Blessed be. Bless